Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. Identity. We all have one. It's the way you answer the question, who am I? And I told you I heard Kerry Schmidt analyze it this way, and I, I think he's on to something. You get your identity either the traditional way, which is culture says this is how you ought to be, and people strive to be that way. The problem with it is you then require validation. Am I living up to what culture expects? And in some cases, you can't live up you know, to what culture says you ought to be. And that is, that's problematic. And even if you did live up to what culture said you ought to be, it's still problematic because we see people do that all the time. We see people with all the money, all the power, all the looks in the world that are still fundamentally unhappy. And they've been chasing that identity and it didn't work. So... You can allow, traditionally, the culture to call the shots in your life. Or, as is most recently been seen, you set the standard yourself. You decide who you're going to be. You know, it's my life, I'll live it the way I want to. The problem with that, though, is the same as with the first one. It still requires on others validating you, approving you, and, and urging you on, and even, even applauding you. And that's a real problem. But the only way that works, and you see it, you see among your family and friends how the traditional way, the modern way, doesn't work. But thankfully, if you look around, you'll see among your Christian friends where the gospel identity is the way that works. If you're looking for peace, if you're looking for joy, if you want to remove anxiety and depression out of, and fear out of your life, it's finding your identity in Christ. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new ball game. Here's how it works. And we're going to see how we find our identity in Christ in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. So we're going to start in number one, a Christian's identity. If you want to get it right, if you want to feel the weight of the world off your shoulders, you will understand that a Christian's identity starts with Christ. It doesn't start with you. It doesn't start with others. It starts with Christ. And what, what better person for it to start with? He is the creator He is the, you know, he is God. And what does it say? Therefore, if any man be in Christ. If. Not everybody's in Christ. But we Christians, we're supposed to be in Christ. And that's very important that you and I understand that, what that means to be in Christ. Some people think, well, I got born again, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, I'm not going to hell, that's good, I'm good, let's, let's move on. No, you need to understand. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. You being in church this afternoon, you're studying. People that choose to omit afternoon church, they're omitting studying. You're going to be blessed for having been faithful. So, 
What does it say? When you're in Christ. We're going to look at four segments of this verse, and each one I've got a, a comment from Albert Barnes. He says this concerning those words, in Christ. The phrase, to be in Christ, evidently means to be united to Christ by faith. Or to be in Him as the branch is in the vine. You don't get any more connected than that. I mean, that is connected. That is a living union. The branch in the vine. That is so united to the vine, or so in it, as to derive all its nourishment and support from it, and to be sustained entirely by it. That's what it means to be in Christ. He is your one. He is your all. He dominates. He is in control. Imagine it this way, that you're, you're in a car and you're driving. Okay, you can, you can either have Jesus not in the car at all, or get saved and you let him in the car, but he's on the, the passenger side, or you get in the passenger side and let him at the controls. That's where you want to be. You want him to be at the controls. You are in Christ. You are under his domain. You are under his leadership. It is, it is, it is wonderful for you to please him. You want to please him. You want to love him. In Christ means Jesus is your identity. For people to see you means in time, and hopefully a short time, they're going to see Christ in you. In Christ means you don't, you don't need anyone to validate you now. It's a huge change. Under the traditional system, I only know that I've got it right when others tell me I've got it right. You know, if they're not telling you, I'm trying to be the man that the world thinks a man ought to be, <coughs> and I need to hear that from somebody. If I don't hear that from somebody, then that's a problem. And as such is the case, though, it doesn't change that much when, when you decide, well, I'm a, I don't care what anybody says, I'm calling my own shots. That's what's popular today. That's the modern way of identity. But that still requires validation from other people. You want other people to validate you. To be in Christ means you don't need anybody to validate you. In Christ means he is your validation. I don't need to look any further. What was missing from my life has now been found since I am in Christ. And again, think about the people you know that are mature Christians. They're, They're not seeking approval. For the most part, they're calm individuals. They come to church. They get involved in ministry. They go home to a, a, a good spouse. They have good kids. They're not trying to impress anybody. And if you disagree with them, they're not going to get upset. They know who they are. They're not trying to prove themselves to anybody. That's what it means to be in Christ. You're in Christ as the branch is in the vine. And that's very important for us to understand. So, The gospel identity, or the Christian identity, which is your third option, is where your identity starts with Christ. Secondly, in that verse, a Christian's identity is a new identity. The Bible says he is a new creature. You are a new creature. You are not the person that you were prior to Christ. 
Prior to Christ, you're trying to find yourself. Outside of God, good luck with that. Outside of Christ, you're trying to find happiness. How's that working for everybody else? Here's what Albert Barnes says about this portion of the verse. He says, there is a change so deep, so clear, so entire, and so abiding, that it is proper to say, here is a new creation of God. A work of the divine power as decided and as glorious as when God created all things out of nothing. There is no other moral change that takes place on earth so deep and radical and thorough as the change at conversion. You are now in Christ. That's your identity. You are a new creature. Your identity now is newly remodeled by Christ. You, you, you've died to self. Again, that's all relating to the same topic. You, you've died to self, and your identity is in Him. He is remodeling you. He is remaking you. Your, your new identity, this new person that only Christ can create, is being crafted by the master craftsman. So understand that. Understand what is happening. When the Bible says you are a new creature in Christ, that means something. Okay? And you and I need to know what that means. And it, in part, at least, it means that the person that I used to be, that I used to think that I was, that I was striving to be, doesn't exist anymore. I am a new creature now in Christ, embedded with Him. He is in control. He is my love. He is my focus. He is my everything. And then number three. A Christian's identity is freed then from his old identity. He says in that verse, old things are passed away. He's talking about you. Every one of you in this room that claim to be saved. You're in Christ now. You're a new creation. Old things are passed away. And when you think about that, that helps you to identify with Christ or find your identity with him. Again, if we can quote Albert Barnes, he's talking about these people. He says, their supreme love of self passes away. Their love of sins passes away. Their love of the world passes away. There is a deep and radical change on all these subjects. A change which commences at the new birth, which is carried on by progressive sanctification. In other words, you you don't get saved and you're perfect. It doesn't mean you don't have any problems, but you're on a new road. you you, you got a new driver at the wheel, and which is consummated at death and in heaven. It means something that old things are passed away. Don't go back to wondering what other people are thinking. Don't, Don't be going back to the old days when you're trying to keep up. You're trying to impress. You're you're trying to make people like you. You're you're doing all these things. Listen, old things have passed away. One of the things it means is, as far as your current identity is, you, you don't have to fret over your past. Everybody's got skeletons in their closet, so to speak. Things we wish we could have a do-over with. 
You don't have to fret over your past mistakes. You don't have to worry about that past identity that led you astray. Old things are passed away. You don't have to worry about what other people used to think of you. You are a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away. And when you realize that, you you don't have to play that game. You don't have to be frustrated. You don't have to be proving yourself to people. And then he says, number four, in that same verse, Behold, all things are become new. You're a new person. If you're a new person, then that automatically presumes a new identity. You're looking at yourself differently now. Because you are not the same person you were when you were lost, when you were without Christ, when you were living according to the dictates of the world and the flesh and Satan. Again, Albert Barnes says, The understanding is consecrated to new objects. The body is employed in new service. The heart forms new attachments. Nothing can be more strikingly descriptive of the facts in conversion than this. Nothing more entirely accords with the feelings of the newborn soul. Behold, all things are become new. I think one of the neatest things that I get to do as pastor is to talk to some of you. And some of you share your testimony. Sometimes you've shared it from the pulpit, maybe in a a group setting, or maybe just visiting with me. And it's amazing how some of you tell stories about how you used to be when perhaps you were younger, certainly when you were unsaved. And it's unbelievable. And I've told several of you this. I said, I don't deny what you're telling me. I, I, I believe you that you did those crazy things. I, I believe you that you lived that kind of, uh, of, of lifestyle, that you were that kind. Of, I, I, I believe you, but, but it doesn't register. You know, I trust you, but that's, that's not you. And why is that? Because with this person, all things have become new. I just know the new person. And it's hard for me to relate that new person to their old testimony, the way it used to be. But the change is that dramatic. The change is that awe-inspiring. Your life is now new. You're united with a new identity. You see yourself in Christ. All of a sudden, it makes sense that I don't have to impress people. I don't have to try to be something I'm not. I just need to find out who I am in Christ. I just need to find God's will for my life. Who does he want me to marry? What vocation does he want me to to pursue? And, And he will make that known to you. You have this life that is united with an identity in Christ. You're a new person. You're a new creation. All things are become new. You don't have to worry about... Some people try to have multiple identities. People come to church, they act one way. More morning, you get up and you go to work, and at work, the work people know you in a different light. You know, you go to school, you put on different airs. Again, that's, you're trying to juggle, in some cases, multiple identities. Nothing could be harder. Nothing could be more challenging. Nothing could be more frustrating. What what you want is Christ. Galatians 2.20 Here it is on the screen behind me. 
I am crucified with Christ. I mean, you can't identify with him anymore. You've died with him. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. He's at the steering wheel now. He is in control. I don't have to impress anybody with my driving. You know, he is in control. I can rest. I can take a nap while he drives. I have confidence. I have faith in him. Life got a lot simpler. Life got a lot easier when I stepped aside and let him take over at the wheel. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not struggling trying to find out who I am. I'm not trying to please everybody. I'm not frustrated all the time. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Do you, is that your identity? Is that a conscious identity that you have? Because if you have it, then you're the ones that I see the peace exuding from. If you don't have that identity that you're aware of, you have some other identity, then you're struggling. And that explains a lot of people's behavior. Some people try to force themselves on you. And you're like, what's that all about? They're having identity issues. They're trying to figure out who they are, and they, they, they're needing validation from somebody else. Or, or somebody's just over somewhere moping. Well, what's wrong with brother so-and-so? What's wrong with sister so-and-so? You know, and in some cases, that might be a legitimate concern. But for some people, that's their personality. There's really nothing wrong. They're just looking for attention. They're looking for validation. If they understood who they were in Christ... You, you will go through troubles and trials. You'll go through loss of loved ones. You'll go through things that will, will uh, cause you concern. But even at that, your identity is in Christ. You will never find an identity that satisfies if you look to culture to tell you how you ought to be. You will never find an identity, identity that satisfies based on what or how you think you ought to be. Both of those are frustrating because it can be fluid. It can, it can, you have the option of changing it too, and culture can change it. Here's the way we dress this summer. You, you watch those trends. You know, you're out in public, and everybody's dressing this way. Now this summer, oh, this is in style. And now this is in style. And everybody is trying to be validated by being in style. And so there's, there's all sorts of reasons why that doesn't work. It requires validation from others. It's when we get past that and grow up and we realize who we are in Christ, that is where we find true freedom. That is where we find true peace. John chapter 14, verse number 27. Peace I live with you, leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. The world really is not going to give you peace. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When you identify with Christ... 
It's an amazing transformation. It brings you a peace that passeth understanding when you identify with Christ. Quit struggling. Quit fighting him. Quit believing lies that you can't be like that. Quit believing lies that that's too hard. Quit, quit believing lies that, that it doesn't work. There's, there's individuals in this room. There's couples in this room. There's families in this room that I really think get it. Not a lot of drama in their life. Not a lot of uh, emotional problems in their lives. Relatively no insecurities in their lives. And one of the reasons, one of the primary reasons, they're in Christ. That's their identity. Because any other approach has got to be frustrating. I love these quotes. We're done. First quote says, God sets us free from the narrative that culture places on us or on what we place on ourselves. God sets you free from that narrative. If there's one thing evident with what you see going on in culture, if there's one thing evident with what you see on the news, there's a bunch of unhappy people out there. Road rage, school shootings, and what have you. As they say, well, the problem is sin. No doubt about it. But why? People are, feel like they're being put in a mold. It ain't working for them. Or they decide, they determine their own mold, and guess what? As Gomer would say, surprise, surprise. That ain't working either. Just look around. God sets us free from the narrative that culture places on us or on what we place on ourselves. And then as the heart, at the heart of what it means to be a Christian is to receive a new identity. In Jesus, we do not lose our true selves, but we become our true selves. Only in Him. Only when you yield and submit to Him then he reveals to you his will for your life. He reveals his will for the most important issues in life. Young people are smart when they look to God and say, God, who is it you would have me marry? Rather than these poor young people saying, well, boy, everybody will think I'm really Good if I marry him or marry her. And again, you know, you're trying to impress people. He sure is good looking. She sure is pretty. They sure have a lot of money. And partly you're thinking of what other people would say. And on the other hand, you might, somebody might point out somebody to you, a young person, and say, oh, this guy would be good for you. This, this, this girl would be great for you. And it doesn't match up with your identity. And you're thinking, well, what would other people think? What would they think if I dated that person? What would they think? See? You're playing the game. You're you're depending on what other people are going to say, what other people are going to think. The only way you can find your true selves is to look to the one that created you. Nobody knows any better than your creator as to who you need to marry, should you marry even, then that being the case, maybe not. But if so, then... 
the Lord would have a will concerning that. Your career path. And God's at the control. At the heart of what it means to be a Christian is to receive a new identity in Jesus. We do not lose our true selves, but we become our true selves. Nobody wants the right person for you better than the Lord. Nobody can provide that right person for you better than the Lord. Nobody knows what career choices you should make better for you than the Lord. Nobody wants better for you than the Lord. So we come full circle. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This series is going to put some things in perspective for you. You're going to look at family, friends, neighbors, whatever, and you're going to know that their issue was sin, but you're going to have a better understanding of why they made those choices. There's a very good chance that they went the way they went because they followed the traditional model of identity. Here's what the world says is cool. Here's what the world says is it. And they pursue that. And yet they're frustrated. Because oftentimes, that's not what God made you for. You're trying to put a round peg into a square hole. And you're really frustrated because you're not living up to everybody else's expectations. So you say, I'm not doing that, as many young people are today. It's my life. I'll live it as I, I, I please. I don't have to follow the traditional role of the husband or male or the female or the wife. You know, I'll call the shots myself. Then I'll be happy. That doesn't work either. Because it still really does boil down to getting validation from other people. And if you don't approve of their lifestyle choices, they're not only unhappy, but in many cases they're angry. But there is a third choice. It's the right choice. It's the wise choice. If any man be in Christ. That resolves a whole lot of issues. That... (laughs) You don't have to be tense driving through whiteout conditions because you're not at the controls. The Lord's in control. He is your identity. Lord, wherever you drive this vehicle, wherever you bring me, wherever you take me, I'm good with it. Talk about the peace of God. Doesn't get any better than that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that the service was a blessing to you and that you were encouraged by God's Word. If you have any questions about Myo Baptist Church, please contact us anytime. You can find contact information on our website at myobaptistchurch.com. Thanks for listening.